and more, deuce and more. They tell you what they know. Deuce and more, deuce and more, deuce and more. The pocket that you know. Hey, welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast. Recording this on a Monday night after. Kind of a letdown from Golden One Center. The Kings had a chance to clinch a playoff spot tonight. It seemed like everything was going their way. De'Aaron Fox back in the lineup tonight. Anthony Edwards a little banged up. He ends up playing tonight. Cat did not play. Oh, that's good news for the Kings. Oh, Ant was held under 20 points? You must have won the game. You must have. No, no, no. The T-Wolves got some great performances from their role players. And the Kings defense struggled mightily. Plus, the Kings have a season low in three-point makes. They lose tonight 119 to 115. And they will not be clinching a playoff spot. At least today. It'll have to wait another day. Hi, I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo? I'm fine. I'm um you know, I had a feeling. Uh, anytime. I said this today, whether it was to you or to anyone else. And I was like, I mean, there's a possibility. Like, it, it's not going to happen. Everyone was so cocky and confident. And it's like, yo, other teams in the NBA are so good. I, I think I'm more frustrated with that, with everyone's like, no, I believe, I believe. And it's like not about believing. It's about, like, let's be realistic and break down what's ahead. And there's still tough competition ahead so i'm very disappointed so i i hear you say that and i just disagree i don't think That's people fine. were coming into this game cocky i think people were coming into this game hopeful with the idea of oh my god we should we have a chance to celebrate tonight because of all the things i just mentioned fox coming back anthony Edwards playing on the second i have a back-to-back cat not going it feels like the stars were aligned for the Sacramento Kings. Oh, and they're at home. It just felt like it had a chance to be magical. So if anyone, if anything, people went into it more with the mindset of, I'm putting out their good energy. You're about positive vibes. You've got the stupid, what's it called? Hey. What? What do you do? Crystals? Yeah, crystals. You do sage. the sage. You do all that shit. Sure. And we can't put put forth like some positivity before the game. It's, of course, people. Want. I don't think anyone was like, "Dude, Kings are going to roll, no problem." Minnesota is a very good team. That happened. No, it did happen, and that's what I think. I think everyone was <laughs> overlooking at like their this matchup has not been good for the Sacramento Kings, and even on the night that the Minnesota Timberwolves came into Golden One Center and they were knocking down threes left and right. It was like, okay, they're not going to shoot like this all the time. That's fine. I thought the Kings adjustments that would have been made would have been stronger than the ones that were made. And I thought they did okay on rotating out on guys. Like it was, you could tell it was a point of emphasis, but man, their perimeter pressure, Mm. keeping anyone Mm. out of the paint, that shit was not there, and that was frustrating tonight. It was. I think I was especially frustrated with the fourth quarter defense. Yes. Yeah, that was the one where it's like, okay, you're going into the fourth quarter. It's a tie game. You've had to grind this out a bit. You haven't been able to knock down threes. If you can lock in in this quarter and go on like some sort of mini run here, the crowd's going to get into it, and you should be able to propel yourselves to victory. But, I mean, there was, a possession, there was like possession after possession where you're like, why is this guy getting a straight line drive? Why are you giving up middle? Oh, you didn't get that rebound. Here's two offensive rebounds just like that. There were just so many plays that left you scratching your head. And it's like, 
these can't happen. These type of mistakes can't happen. And those are the type of mistakes that obviously can cost you down the road in playoff series. And tonight, yes. with all that said, here's my perspective on it. You, you shot five of 27 from three. The Kings made five three-pointers tonight. By far, the season low. Yeah. The season low before tonight was eight. Five. And they played bad defense, and they lost by four points. Yeah. There's things that obviously you could point to, and I think people are starting to begin to freak out about Minnesota a little bit. And, oh, what if you play them in the playoffs? They're going to sweep you. Or what's going to happen? creeped into that sixth spot. I yeah. get it. I get it. One, the difference between four and, like, ten right now is nothing. There could be a, a lot of different. Yesterday it was Golden State. Today it's Minnesota. It could be the Clippers. I mean, there's so many different things that can happen between now and the end of the season with that six spot. It's the West. Any matchup's going to be tough. But yeah, to your point, tonight, defensively, we know this team's not good defensively, but there were just too many stretches of poor defense. And I, I think the thing with Mike Brown sometimes is he leans offense more than he leans defense with his lineups. Like, he'll be quick to pull someone, but like down the stretch of this game in the fourth quarter, Malik Monk played a lot of minutes tonight. Malik Monk wasn't playing good defense tonight. He wasn't. And at some point, when you start seeing the repeated mistakes, I don't know that you go to Terrence Davis in the fourth quarter of a game for sure, sure. but like perimeter containment. Okay, maybe I should put a little more size out there. Kessler Edwards has shown the ability to defend the perimeter. Kessler Edwards tonight plays six minutes. And so my point, it's, it's not just like a lineup. I think tonight had to do with you missed a ton of threes. Minnesota did a great job with their length, which is definitely bug Sacramento. No denying it. Fox got to a great start in this game mm -hmm. and didn't do a ton down the stretch. I think the, the lack of perimeter shooting hurt them. Yeah. It, it was just a, it was a bad night for Sacramento. Yeah. I mean, you just said, sorry, no, no, I, I, I liked everything that you said because you said it all in a nutshell. And I think when you break it down, everything that you were talking about with Malik Monk, yeah, the frustrations there, but Mike Brown and what he trusts and what he doesn't trust at times, he still, as a coach that has learned a lot over the years, we st I think sometimes we forget, like, He's still learning this team as each experience well. comes on. And he mentioned that in the he mentioned that before the game, talking about how this team needs to learn from every experience, even the experience of knowing that the playoffs were on the line tonight. And how are you going to feed off the energy? How are you going to um uh, go into this game mentally? And I think even for Mike Brown he still, as a coach, is learning how he wants to do things in these big games, in these big moments. Uh, and there's a lot that everyone can take from this game. Yeah, it was clear he's searching with the lineup because tonight, the first big off the bench, Alex Len. Alex Len, who we have not seen in literally forever, especially in any meaningful minutes. Have you seen Alex Len play in a game this year? Sure. But I'm going back right now to look at this season. <clears throat> and he ends up off the bench tonight playing just seven and a half minutes. The most minutes he's played this year, right? It's literally the No, yeah. uh, he played oh. 13 minutes against Denver. Okay. And I think that was, was that the game? That was the game Sabonis missed. Remember, mm. he started that game. Yep. 
So, yeah, it's the second most minutes he has played in a game this year. He has not played in many games this year. In fact, coming into tonight, he had played in just 18 games. I, I was watching it going, I swear, if Alex Len plays well, I'm going to be sitting here tonight going, why didn't you go to him earlier this year? There's been a problem at the five. It's clear he was not satisfied with Metu or, or Holmes especially last night. He's really disappointed with how Metu is playing and decided to go with Len for more size. I would have liked to see some small ball lineups today with Trey Lyles, which we did not see. But rebounding was also a big issue tonight. And that's the thing when I watch this this T-Wolves team, I'm like, the length around, you know, McDaniels, who was awful last night against Golden State, he was in foul trouble most of the night. He was impactful, obviously, defensively trying to handle De'Aaron Fox, but then offensively, he got what he wanted early. He's long, going back to length. I'm bouncing all over the place. That's I'm it. sorry. No, no, it's, so it's fine. The length, you know, you got energy guys like Nas Reed who come in and make an impact. Nas Reed, I love his game because I he'll come in, game. he'll knock down a three. He was great against Golden State last night in 21 minutes. Tonight, he comes off their bench, plays just about 21, gives him 18 points, four rebounds, steal, and a block. Oh, by the way, he went and just jammed it. Dunks super hard, energizes you a little Doesn't bit. Doesn't matter who's in front He's of him. He's long. Gobert is long. Kyle, An I love slow-mo. Kyle Anderson gives you 15 points, 11 assists tonight. They have length everywhere. Jalen Noel comes in tonight and was just effective. Everything worked for them. They're length bug Sacramento. And to be honest, I thought Sacramento looked like the team that was on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. Yeah, that in that, that's what's frustrating. Them not capitalizing on certain things um, like that, for example, this team's on the road. They're on a second night of back-to-back. -back. They don't have their guy, Cat. It's, uh, it's, there's, that's where the disappointment comes in. There's going to be nights that a team just plays better than you, but they've done this both times now on your home court yeah. where they're playing a better style of basketball. They're beating you at your game. I get you're going to miss shots, but it takes a different type of effort on the defensive end. Even if you don't have it, oh, we're not the best defensive team, that's fine. What can you do differently as a guard to push someone out, to make sure that they don't get in the damn paint? And their ability to get in the paint especially in that fourth quarter, whenever, however they wanted. That was frustrating. That was yeah, that yeah. really no, got it, me. It was the perimeter containment was so bad, and then their length to create second chance opportunities at times, a second chance points. The Kings actually won that. Kings also won points in the paint battle, but what was significant was the fourth quarter. Heading into the fourth, the Kings had 54 points in the paint. Amazing number. You want to know how many they finished with? How many? Any guesses? 54 uh, going into the fourth. I didn't look, so I'm going to guess 60. 60. Ah. They were 3 of 11 in the paint in the fourth quarter. Ah. Yeah. 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 That's so tough. It was just, it, they were out. They still put up 30 points in the fourth quarter. It didn't feel that way. There are some good things that the Kings did tonight, but we're focusing on what they did not do first because yeah. Minnesota deserves a lot of credit. That's the other thing we should be talking about. They came in back to back. One at Golden State, which is not an easy place to play, win at the end of the game. Then they come to Sacramento, where the crowd is, there's 18,000 plus loud. at the game. Loud. 
into it, everyone kind of walked around going, oh, this is going to be the night we clinch. We're so excited. Everyone on the verge of tears. People feeling it. And they came here and had people leaving with like two minutes to go. That was that that's was a big time. That's a big time win for Minnesota. Oh, and yeah. without Kat, I, I was really impressed with what they were able to do tonight. And um, it's it, it just tonight when you look at the, the others of Minnesota, you know, it wasn't Ant dominating in fact there were times tonight i felt like i didn't notice anthony edwards and that if anything for minnesota right now his first two games back i know he likes to play every single game he doesn't like missing games which i truly respect he looked gassed last night he didn't look like himself tonight definitely did not look like himself and he ends up with 17 points on 6 of 15 wasn't super impactful but dude conley how important Mike Conley was such a good pickup for them. Such, such a good pickup. I mean, you talk about how, especially with Cat out, the amount of time he's been out, what Conley's been able to add. Steady. Just super steady, veteran presence, but then can contribute still at a high level, can be that spark at times um, and produce. I think we already know what he's capable of, but when he even has nights like this where he's dropping 16 points on you, getting oh, the into way, the paint. Six of eight shooting. Exactly. Getting into the paint easy, hitting some exactly. tough shots, hitting some easy looks. He had that one. There was that miscommunication with Fox and Sabonis. I don't know if Sabonis played off because he had his fifth foul, which is probably the case, which that's the one thing. When Sabonis has five fouls late in a close game, it's and he he's already doesn't protect the rim. It's so tough when you're getting blown by and your your big guys like I'm gonna back off now and he let, let a guy them. score. He I let them. He let them get in their head. His head. You noticed that right at the end, right when he started getting those fouls. It was like they were frustration fouls too. Like I know that one that they called an offensive foul. It's it it shouldn't have been. But here's the thing: if they'd reviewed it, they'd have been like, "Oh, his elbow went into his face," and it's like Did it, it? it 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 grazed. Rudy Gobert's yeah. face. Okay, I was wa- I was wondering why they didn't challenge it because I'm surprised of all the plays in the game they face. didn't challenge that one. Face, that's why. Yeah, um, but yeah, you mentioned Conley was six of eight tonight. I thought McDaniel's was fantastic, and he, uh, you knew it was a problem earlier because early because McDaniel's comes in right away, goes six for six. I mean, he went to he pulled Herter fast in this game. Yeah. In the first quarter, he pulls uh, Herter. He was the first guy to go out. He puts Kessler Edwards in it right around the seven-minute mark um, because Herter could not deal with the athleticism. McDaniels did some really crafty athletic moves around the basket tonight. He had a hell of a game. And then all of a sudden, his his confidence was up, right? A guy who didn't play well last night, playing with a little bit of an edge, had his confidence up after hitting a couple of shots, and he had it going um Nas Reed we mentioned already you, just a killer how do you get Nas Reed on he's a free agent right he's a free agent. how do you get Nas Reed how I yeah. want Nas yeah. Reed I I like not I do like Nas Reed I just think some of the issues the Kings have he may not solve which is the length um but I mean, he's, he he's at I, I just like his game I he like can his stretch game. the floor yeah. he's athletic I was more afraid of him in there than Rudy Gobert I don't know. Oh, yeah. You mean in terms of just hurting you in general? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, I I like Rudy Gobert. I think p- too many people yeah. have dumped on him in his game. He like, had some nice, he had some nice uh, right. contests today. That one block he had on Fox oh, was my spectacular. God. Hey, Fox had a block on him, too. That was a spectacular play by Fox. Yeah. Where Gobert is wide open. He's going to get an easy two. Fox comes in and, and knocks that away. 
Yeah. Um, the other thing with tonight. Yeah. And why Minnesota, I think, is concerning is the stuff we just mentioned. But you know what, man? The Kings have not shot the ball well against Minnesota this year from three. And tonight, five of 27. I think the bigger concern for me for the Kings is the 27 attempts. That's low for them. And what that just shows you is what Minnesota does. I mean, you didn't see Sabonis and Herter have a lot of dribble handoff connections. Mm-hmm. Their length, they were preventing any of those dribble handoffs. They, the Kings were trying to get looks in different ways. I felt like the looks that they did take were good looks. Keegan had a few that just in didn't and out. go, didn't go. And that was that was difficult to see too, right? I think going into this game, there's so many fun things on the line. Can Keegan break the um, all-time rookie record? Yeah, you know? yeah, which he did not. Breaking news, Keegan tonight was one of eight, one of six from three. He's two away now so from tying it, uh, three from breaking it. And... You know, you, you had that on the line, and when you do look at their three-point percentage being 18%, it's deflating when you're not making those shots, but it's also deflating when a team is getting wherever the hell they want to get on you, and it was right there in the paint. They were scoring in the paint. It didn't matter if it was a big, if it was Mike Conley. They were getting crafty and scoring in there, and it just... um They... The T-Wolves came in with a game plan, and Chris Finch, like, they just did, they did a fantastic job, but that's what makes me a little nervous when you do look at a postseason run, is that you, teams are going to make adjustments on how they played you from early on this season, and I believe in the Kings' ability to make their own adjustments, but man... When it screws with their high-powered offense, it screws with their entire game. I will say this, though. I'm disappointed that Cat was not able to play tonight because... It would have made them worse. It could have, possibly. It would have made them different. And my point to that, though, is... Yeah, I have seen the Kings play Minnesota this year, and I've seen Minnesota do well. But Cat has not played against the Kings this year. Right. And Cat will be playing in the playoffs. Correct. So it's hard to get a true feel. Obviously, Cat's size and shooting ability, we know how dynamic that could be. But it definitely changes things for them defensively mm-hmm. when he's out there. It takes away Nas Reed's minutes. You know, last night at the end of the game, when Nas Reed's cooking against Golden State, well, they're going to put Cat back in the game. And sure enough, they did. They are able to escape. Cat hit that big three. But... It changes things for them. And it changes Ant's game a little bit, too, with Gobert out there. So yeah, it does. the team that we've seen against the Kings this year is not the team that the Kings could potentially see in the playoffs. So that's the other thing that I, I kind of think about today. But I thought the threes that the Kings missed were great looks. The other, encur- I would say, encouraging stat for Sacramento mm-hmm. was the points in the paint. You know, Minnesota is 11th in defensive rating this year pretty known as being a pretty good defensive team. We obviously have seen some of the numbers that back that up against Sacramento. Kings were still able to score in the paint, 60 points in the paint, but it wasn't just that. You know how many free throws the Kings shot tonight? This is what I love. They shot 40 free throws. Love it. So that was encouraging. The one thing that I thought a little disappointing in the fourth quarter, Minnesota gets into the penalty early, and the Kings didn't totally capitalize on that, although when they did, Barnes missed a couple of free throws. I think Fox missed them too. Um yeah, this game was disappointing. I think it's one of those games that 
I think more people are freaking out about in terms of potential playoff ramifications if they if these two teams play. I'm not there yet. Like the Kings had a bad game tonight, and I'm disappointed that they weren't able to do this in front of the home crowd. Like the, this is a game you got you got to win, Dude. and we we keep talking about the home losses. The Kings' home record is not. I'm not gonna say it's bad. It's not. It's but it's not good. The, the, there's three teams in the West with absurd, like great home court records denver memphis and golden state everyone else is kind of where sacramento is but it doesn't make it any less disappointing especially with like the home court advantage that the kings can have so yeah so i thought that maybe this king squad felt that the moment was really big right and they could feel that energy in the building they knew what was at stake and i think and i could be totally wrong i'm just going off of what i saw and how i saw them play the game tonight um that it factored in even if Hmm. even if they were to say no we weren't even thinking about that i don't know if i would truly believe that i think something was wearing on them and i think it was that energy of like okay we got to do this we got to do this and what i like about that though is that they get experience that big moment and go okay how do we change that next time because the next big moment is our first playoff game and how do we wear that differently mentally and physically and not allow that to alter our mentality or our game um and you get you get to deal with that tonight in the regular season saying it like they already clinched but i mean assume that they're going to uh, King of Macdown says going up one point and then being down six was annoying. They kept doing it. Yeah, they could they could not get any separation. The T Wolves' biggest lead was thirteen. The Kings' biggest lead was three. So annoying. Some of the numbers tonight from Sacramento: they shoot forty six percent, but they were just five of twenty seven from three, eighteen and a half percent. They were thirty two of forty from the line. They technically did out rebound Minnesota forty two to forty. Kings' assist numbers. I, I don't have a set in front of me, but I can tell you anytime the Kings have 17 assists, that's not a good thing, especially for this team that is seemingly like every night around 30. Part of that is they missed a shit ton of threes. We get that. Uh, they had problems with turnovers early in this game, big time. Yeah. They end up only having 10 total in the game. Love it. And that's what it, if you looked at this box score, You'd probably be like, oh, okay, must have been a close game, you know, whatever. It never it never the, did. The T Wolves always yeah. felt in control. Even when the Kings got the lead, it, you've, it, the Kings couldn't get a stop. Yeah. There's no stops. It was just, it was very, it was deflating defensive possession after another for the Sacramento Kings. And um, yeah, it didn't feel, and I think, I think the other reason why it didn't feel good, like so many people bought that extra ticket, took that extra night off to go hang out in Doco if they couldn't get a ticket. Like so many people wanted to be a part. And then there's some people who are just there and it's like, you're a fair weather fan. Get the hell out of here. Whatever. Yeah, like yeah, there, yeah. you know, there's a few of those. Um, but like at the same time, everyone wanted to be a part of the big moment and the big moment didn't happen. I think that's also why we're feeling even worse about this type of loss. Yeah, I'm just looking at the lineup of Minnesota right now. Now I need to pull up their roster just to double-check something because I, I'm, I'm looking at who the Kings played off the bench tonight, you know. And Alex Len played 730, whatever. Um, 
Kessler plays just under six minutes. Davion plays under 13 minutes. And my point to that is we're talking about some of these guys who could play defense, yeah. yet they didn't play any substantial minutes. Part of it could, you could make a case, Minnesota size. Kyle Anderson, 6'9". Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 6'5". Edwards at 6'4". Gobert, 7'1". McDaniel, 6'9". McLaughlin, they didn't play a lot, six foot. Um, Noel, six four. Okay, and they didn't have Torian Prince tonight either. We should have mentioned that. Oh yeah. Nas Reed, six nine. Um, they've got good size, but I guess my point is, I think you could play Kessler more. I honestly think the other thing tonight, the way things were kind of going, where you couldn't really get things in it, and Herter was in foul trouble. Herter picked up his fifth foul early in the third on a bullshit foul. On my con, but yeah. I I don't understand how that's a foul in yeah. this game, especially picking up your fifth. The guy played good defense. Conley created the contact. They whatever, but with, with I would I think tonight I would have I would have gone to TD. I know I would have gone to TD that because spark. How many times have we seen him just kind of come and give you a lift with his chaos, right? And sometimes it's bad chaos. Sometimes there's mistakes, but there's also times he gets in there and he plays aggressive. No one's going to question his effort. He could have given you a little juice. And when things aren't going and no one's really in a great groove, people are knocking down shots. I understand you want to trust that they can get out of it. But the other thing is tonight you needed some sort of stops. I would have thrown TD in there. I would have played Kessler Edwards a little more. I sound like I'm just being hindsight 2020 guy, but I no, I'm being honest. You're here. also, you're, you're also searching because it, but look like some, I, I hate I hate going to this because I think it's lazy, but it's true. Sometimes you're just gonna have nights like this, and when you're missing shots the way that you're that they were missing shots tonight, like you said, shot selection wasn't terrible. There were some shots that looked good. They're going in and out. Um, I, I would say that consistently they weren't creating too many uh, enough great shots with with the way that. Minnesota made adjustments defensively to slow down DHOs, to slow down the way that they were going to come off of screens. I hear you, and I kind of heard you. I'm sorry. I guess you saw someone's comment. No, I, I, saw, I saw you. Okay, you, you haven't done that tonight? You haven't done that tonight? No. Say sorry. I didn't. I haven't done that Morgan, tonight. Morgan, I'm going to be honest. I feel like you're gaslighting me right. Why don't you tell me why, why you couldn't listen to me? I just saw a comment that I wanted to address. Is that is that that big of a deal? Yes, because you're still addressing it. So, hey, Morgan, sometimes you know what you can do in those situations is just kind of have my back. No, you you could have. Can just I read had the comment? Back. Yeah, after I okay, um, <laughs> I made a typo, but um, who cares? So this guy's comment to me: Please apologize tomorrow on the show, considering your ridiculous behavior when you heard Cat wouldn't play and Ant may not play. You wouldn't stop screaming like the beam. <laughs> Like they already won. The Jazz were undermanned last week in Utah, and the Kings lost. Um, Why does it bother you? Because it's like, funny. it's not your fault, stupid. No, but people also like they take things so serious when you say things. Like, I'm clearly joking around on the radio today, going like the beam. You like and Chris the like chanting I'm like doing it, and I'm like, no, we gotta believe, Morgan. This is our time. I'm trying to fire people up, get people juice for a game, and people act as if I'm sitting there just like you're being the reason. Yeah, it's like, what are we doing? Apologize. Yeah, apologize. No, and it's it's funny because to look, but look at us really quick. Good. We're trying, not we. Everyone 
tries to find things to blame, to figure out. Like, look how even you're going like, man, I would have played TD and Kessel Edwards. I'm not even disagreeing with that. Yeah. Then you got people online that are saying like, man, you shouldn't have been chanting light the beam from earlier. But then I also, you guys, was saying on the show earlier, I was like, you know, I'm afraid of jinxing things. I'll never do the little emoji of the purple light and the flashlight before a game because I and I and I stop saying light the beam to people before games because I'm always like, I gotta save it for after games. And I posted a photo of me doing work with NBC tonight and I posted the emojis and I'm like, we lost because of, of me. See, I don't and believe obviously in obviously that's not why. I don't believe in jinxes. The other thing, I thought the Kings were gonna win tonight. Oh my god, I'm wrong. Oh my God. You weren't the only one. There's other thought, people we talked to yeah. before the game that thought that it was in the bag. I mean, I thought they were going to win. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be easy. Yeah. I thought they were going to win. Yeah. Because they probably should have won tonight. Mm. But, hey, credit where credit's due. I like it. Adam says, playoffs are playoffs. Clinch whenever so we can celebrate tomorrow. Yeah, thank you. And that's the other big perspective. I said this on social media. We've waited 16 years. We can wait a couple more days. It would have been sweet at home. It was disappointing. There's some things to clean up. Yeah. Some of the concerns we're having about the Kings right now, and I think that's why I'm like, are, I'm not freaking out necessarily. These are the same concerns that we've it. talked about all year. We're like, oh, wow, they're struggling with the team with length. Yeah, okay. There, there's only, there. this is the roster. This, this is, is it. it. Th there's no other moves to be made. This is who they have, and you're going to have to live with it. We've lived with it this year. It's been pretty fun. They've got 45 wins, and their magic number is one. They're about to clinch a playoff spot. Next time they win, they secure a top six spot and home court advantage throughout the first round. That's the perspective I'm having. Doesn't mean I'm accepting it. Like, I, I had someone hit me up today just talking about that just a little bit ago. It's like, yeah, but it's bigger than the playoffs. I'm, no, I understand that, but, like, you, you have to get in first. I'm not saying I'm satisfied. You have to get in first, and then... You have to grow, and yeah, there's going to be moves that have to be made in the offseason, but the reality of the situation is they're still in a good spot, and they're going to clinch soon, and it'll be fun. It would have been more fun tonight. It didn't happen. Oh, well. Oh, man. Tough, 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 tough. Especially, yeah, there's just so many things ready for this team to clinch, and um, you could feel it in the building with people, and then you could just feel the deflation in that well, fourth quarter. There's some conspiracy theories out there. About what? Well, Vivek was not at the game today. Why? He has uh, pneumonia, according to Mark J. Spears. No. So there's some thought that maybe Vivek was like, mm. you cannot win this. Great point. I'm not there tonight, so you guys don't, don't get win. Clinch. I have waited 10 years to <laughs> yes. see a damn playoff team. I've dealt with all this. I have to see it, and I'm sick. If I can't be there, we're not winning. Watch. He can't go to the next road trip. The Kings don't clinch until he's healthy the last game of the season. <laughs> he said we couldn't win. Vivek said we couldn't do you it. You got to listen, man. In all seriousness, I was thinking about that when I saw Mark J. Spears tweet about that today. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what are the odds that Vivek, who has been waiting for this moment forever, literally it. did not go to the game because of pneumonia? That No, honestly, that's pretty wild. Yeah. And that would have been so sad if he didn't get to experience that moment after so many years of yeah. on and off, good and bad. Oh, my God. Well, now, guess what, guys? Amazon a confetti gun and get ready because on hopefully the next night chat, we all get to celebrate together. Could be tomorrow night. And I mean, could, but, but could, if it the is, we'll, we'll go live. Oh, we... 
we'll if go the Kings, live. When the Kings clinch, we'll be live. Yeah. And then after, we're going out. I will let people know where I'm going, and we can meet. Bye. You're not going to go? You're not in person well, with people? Well, if it's on Wednesday. Wait, what's tomorrow? So if it's tomorrow night, I actually, I could do it. I did have an idea while we were talking about this game. What's your idea? Something Nick would probably say to us. Why not what, Deuce? Why not go to Portland for the game Wednesday? Did you want to go? Let's see if we can fly in and out. <laughs> Why not? Just We'll look at it after. Okay. I mean, don't uh, you kind of want to be there now? Yeah. Well, I'm going to look at it right now. And it's Portland. That team's tanking. You can probably get a ticket for $1.20. Let's see. Wow. Tickets are $1.20. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, let's all do a road trip to Portland together. Wednesday the 29th uh, and just return on the same day. You can't return that night. How are you going to get a flight out that night at like 11 o'clock? Well, I don't want to pay for a hotel. You might have to, dude. Like, what are you talking red about? Red eye, baby. Yeah, because they, you know, the classic red eyes that they have from uh, Portland to Sacramento. The latest flight's going to be like 10 o'clock at night. Watch, scroll down. Okay, so scroll we down. have to do that. Yeah, return, scroll. In the, oh, yeah, return. Look. Uh, 8 o'clock. Oh, wow. 1035 is the latest. No, but it's the, not. Oh. That's AM. Oh, clown. you're right. Why are we yelling at me? <laughs> I bitch. Okay, okay, fine. Whatever. I'm sure there's a red eye jet blue. I could check it. Or they don't do red eyes to like every city. You think that you have a red eye from Portland to Sacramento? That's not a red. The flight's like an hour and a half, you nerd. Red eyes are from like Sacramento to New York. Not every city has a red eye. Well, honestly, the next day, <laughs> the next day too, we have the Stockton Kings playoffs, so we could. Yeah, that's true. But if that's delayed, that. It wouldn't be delayed. We, we can talk about this. This is later. This, this is, is this is great conversation. Yeah. If you like this, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, you should hit the thumbs up too. Thanks, guys. Hit that thumbs up. What if we went to Portland and they still didn't clinch? Then how would you feel? Wasted time oh, or it, fun by the way, experience? If they, if they don't clinch Wednesday, I'm done with this team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone said it's an eight-hour drive. Is it really? I thought it was like 10. Eight hours? Are you going 130 <laughs> on the way there? <laughs> I seriously thought it was like 10-hour drive, but whatever. Uh, we should mention that tonight's Night Chat's presented by our buddy Sean Stanfield over at Guaranteed Rates and Rates.com slash Sean Stanfield. I'm sure he's disappointed tonight, but uh, he'd be happy to work with you. If you're looking to buy a house or you're looking to potentially refinance, he'll tell you if it makes sense for you. Maybe you have questions about if you can afford a house. Well, he'll tell you if you can or not. He's really easy to work with. He's a great guy. He's helped many of our podcast listeners with various issues, including finding a house or refinancing. So hit them up today, 916-276-7563. Call or text 916-276-7563. He's a big Kings fan, um, Sacramento guy. I've known him for a long time. Morgan's known him for a long time, and he's he's been on the show before just as a fan, just to talk. He, he retweeted my night chat uh, tweet and was like, I think we could all use a Mo's Minute right now. I love it. So he's, you know. I can give you a Mo's Minute tonight if you want. My point is Actually, Sean is I always tuning that. in. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Hit hit him up, 916-276-7563. Go to his website, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. That's equal housing lender, subject to credit approval. NMLS ID number 349707, company NMLS ID number 2611, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Thanks so much for friends. And Guaranteed. Right. Guaranteed. Right. Um, let's get an update on the poll question, Morgan. Yes. Kings didn't clinch. Are you going to be okay? Okay. 41% of people say, yes, next game. Love it. 
44%, that's the lead right now, say, eh, disappointed, but okay. That's where I'm and at. 16% who have voted say, no, I'm concerned. So I, you're I, disappointed. I, yeah, but I love the people that are still feeling positive. Like, yeah, next game, let's go. We got this. I, I'm i still confident in it, but I, I do feel that disappointment. And I didn't think I was going to feel that because, again, sometimes I protect myself and I'm like, I don't just say things to say things like eh, wait, the Kings still don't have a yeah. so there's a chance that they don't win. I knew I felt that I felt that tonight. Like, well, there really is a possibility that they don't win. Phoenix is playing a bad team. Clippers are playing a bad team, and the Kings have had matchup issues with this T Wolf squad before. Are, are you more concerned about the Kings in a potential Minnesota matchup now than you were before tonight? Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think when you saw them dominate the Kings beyond the arc in that last game. They had 23s in that game. There you yeah. go. And then tonight, kill them in the paint. It's like, oh, they they can really make adjustments and do it all, can't they? Yeah, they shot 51% tonight from the field. They were 9 of 24 from 3, which, you know. It's not crazy amount of threes, but they hit more than they were just more efficient than the Kings. And they take they took three fewer. Um, they're 22 of 34 from the free throw line uh, in this game as well. And they did a great job. You talk about this. This number is fantastic for them. And this this is you see this sometimes when teams just have it kind of rolling, especially a cat not being there, I think helps us too. 33 assists on 44 makes, and they had only six turnovers. And that's the other thing. Like, the Kings just did not force many mistakes at all. It was Everything was easy for them. And that's what's frustrating. I, I think, I don't know, I, I, I think when you get into these situations where the Kings are trying to get stopped, it's just really tough because you're trying to get back in the game. You're not knocking down shots. So you go, well, we got to keep offense in there. And maybe Malik Monk can get hot. Kevin Herter can get hot. But you're not getting any stops. And that was the the other thing I don't think we talked about tonight. What? The Kings did not play with pace. And I felt like, you know, part of that's Minnesota's defense for Sure. sure. And the Kings not getting stops. But I also felt like the Kings missed shots just... Let it, deflating they're not used to missing this many yeah. shots in a game because they've been so efficient all year long and you have to be able Keep to going. do something at the, yes because you get a stop and then we saw this in the last game against utah we were laughing at it because we're like god what a difference the kings are when they can just get up and go when they get a stop but tonight even when there was a couple of plays where they did push it and transition and score they give it right back up in the uh, at the other end and they're I just think they're falling into some bad habits. I think the transition defense that was so good for most of the year mm-hmm. has recently taken a step back, and that's concerning to me as well. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure if it's like attention to detail. It, it never it never looks like fatigue. It looks more mm-hmm. like a a brain fart or something that they're not locked in. Especially when they don't come out of, when they don't come into a game locked in and ready to go like for example minnesota just doing what they wanted early on and a really good team in this league can make quick Mm -hmm. adjustments you know whether your coach calls a timeout you make those adjustments or you're just you you have enough experience in this league and you're like okay i'm gonna make i'm gonna hold myself accountable and make that adjustment right here right now 
you were you weren't seeing that from individuals. You weren't seeing that as a team. Um, you could feel their frustration, and I I feel like they're gonna bounce back next game, which I love. I feel like that's something that we've been able to depend on them, and I say that with a lot of confidence because well, they better. You see the lineup that Portland put out there tonight. <laughs> what, dude? Well, Dame's out. They start Archie Diacono, Shaden Sharp, Drew Eubanks, Nasir Little, and Matisse. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Yeah, and it's a really confusing time, by the way. There's all these documents, especially with us, like we are managing finances together because we run a small business together. There's all these different papers. There's all these different forms. What do you do? You listen to Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Yeah, because then you can be making a balanced budget and not just for everything you're doing with your business. How about for some time off after an NBA season even? That sounds amazing. So you know what you need to do? Listen to Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Thiable. There you go. They shot 38%, 7-33 to 33 from, from three. They lost to the Pelicans 124-90. to 90. The Pelicans had a 36-point lead at one point. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So you play the, the Blazers the next two. You should win the next two games. You should. I mean, D- Dame is shut down now. That right? is where I feel more yeah. confident saying something like that. Yeah. But, again, the mentality can't be like, oh, we're playing scared. We're, we're about to clinch, but we haven't clinched. It's no, no, no. You're just coming in there, taking care of business, and what that is is truly playing your style of basketball. Be quick, much quicker pace. Make your shots, and if you're not making your shots, get into the paint, get stops. You just needed to play with a little more oomph. Yeah, yeah, like, guys. We're trying to clinch a playoff spot in front of your fans tonight. There's some urgency here. Oomph. Uh, let's get to some more comments from the chat. I saw a couple of people mentioning this saying that they did not get alerts when we went live today. Uh, that's interesting. And I think what the problem was when I scheduled this episode, it was scheduled for last night. And then I changed it once the Kings did not, because I had it scheduled for last night in case we were going live after the Kings won. Yeah. And I changed it to tonight thinking that, oh, that would just update everyone. It did not. So people weren't alerted that we were live tonight. I was like a lower crowd today, yeah. but I just thought maybe a loss yeah. and whatever. Sorry um, about that, guys. Yeah. Stephen in the chest says, Kings had no sense of urgency. The Wolves outworked them. Yeah, they absolutely did. And, you know, that combination, like, just all out, force and hustle with their length yeah yeah you're gonna lose that game uh super scion says it's the personnel you can't have kevin barnes keegan he's a rookie though who are bad at defending and get blown by times uh by many times compliment a center like sabonis yeah you put you put those guys in some tough spots out there and sabonis um oh really someone's saying this stream is hidden on youtube Oh my god, what I do? It's unlisted, bro. What the hell? No wonder okay. That's interesting. Now that we're almost done, people are gonna be like, oh what the hell? I didn't even know they were on. My bad. You're like playing like the kings. No, that's what the problem was tonight. They it was unlisted. Morgan, do you understand? So last night I, I scheduled a I know. 
and you had it night chat just in case we were going live after if the Warriors would have actually won and stuff. And I changed it today. And I unlisted it because I don't want people to be like, night check, Kings are maybe going to the playoffs. You know what I mean? I So I, I had to unlist it. Okay, don't give me that look. Don't. I, you know what I feel? The same disappointed uh, disappointment that I feel in the Kings tonight. I feel wow. that same disappointment Everyone's in you. Everyone's telling me they had to search to get here. Oh, my God, Now dude. someone said, now I got the notification. I'm oh. like... I, I was, and now our crowd's like oh, bigger than it was already the whole show. My bad, guys. Oh, my Deuce bad. Mason. It's, all right. it's only costing us money, but hey, it's all good. Hey, we're hanging out with you guys. Huh? What if it was like after the Kings clinched and then you had it like that? Yeah. I Well, if, hey, you know, here's the thing. If it was after the Kings clinch and it was like this, I'd be like, something's wrong. I, I felt like this was like, oh, it's a Monday. Like, I didn't... <laughs> Oh well. I was I was still just like, oh man, you know, people must be really disappointed in this <laughs> loss. <laughs> and I was like, it's okay, whatever. Uh, Parm says you got to restart the show another two hours. <laughs> Steven says no sense of urgency, Deuce. Yes, Deuce. <coughs> My bad. You pull the kings tonight. Leandro says it's all right. It's like the OG morning chat vibes. That's great. Yeah. Damn, man. Sorry, guys. My bad. Hey. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, <laughs> Sarah? Ta- Shout out Sarah Hodges in the building. I knew from the link on your Instagram. Oh, thanks, Sarah. Um, okay, where were we at before this? We're taking more comments. Um, we were talking about just their no, no urgency, yeah, no, I, just disappointing. They let the missed shots get to them tonight too. Like, guys, you're gonna miss some shots. Go get some stops and get out and run. But yeah, uh, big picture, I'm gonna say. Put it down. I want you, what's today? It is March 27th, about to be March 28th. You people out there that are scared of Minnesota there, mm-hmm. now, get out of here. They're going to be different when Cat's back. It's not going to be the same. It's still going to be. Bring them on. But why, Bring them on. why are you? No, no, why no, no. Why you got to do and, that? And, and, no, why? Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. I'm so annoyed. What? As someone, there's a lot of people here. I'm not going to say a lot. Some people in this chat. They don't know Kings playoff basketball. Okay. They've never experienced playoff basketball as a fan. That's fine. What, so what does that have to do with anything? KYBK, know your basketball kids. I'm going to take you back a little trip. We're going to go back to 2001, 2002. Remember how fun that year was for fans, 2001, sure. 2002? Kings made it to the conference finals that year. That year, the Dallas Mavericks beat the Kings three out of four games in the regular season. Okay? Okay. Three out of four games. I'll never forget the talk before the playoffs. Don't want to see Dallas. When the Kings were matched up with the Mavs in the second round, you know what the experts were picking? The Dallas Mavericks. You know what the Kings did? Slapped their asses around in five effing games. The playoffs are different. Cat being back in that lineup changes things for Minnesota. We haven't seen that Minnesota team. So am I going to be scared of Minnesota come playoff time? No. I'm not. I respect them. I respect their roster and some of the length that they have, but I don't think it flows the same with Cat there. That's my take on it, and I'm just not going to be sitting here tonight going, oh, the Kings are going to get swept now. Nah, I don't buy it. Cat messes. This Minnesota team will not get where they want to be 
with Carl Anthony Towns. He's talented. He could shoot the ball. But in terms of making it all work with Ant and Gobert and all the, the talent. He just won the game last night. He just, he he had, just won the okay, game. Okay, yeah, yeah. Giant three. Yep. Chemezi Metsu hit a game-winning three and, against and, Dallas and, last year. And, What's your point? How about, God, calm the F down. He also had clutch free throws in his movie magic game that he had the other night on his first You're night literally, back. You are literally picking two Can moments. Can I make my point? Can I make yeah, your point? Yeah, make your point. Because you're cherry picking now, but go ahead. Cherry pick your stats. Go ahead. I'm not cherry picking stats. I think your your dislike, the way that you do not like cat is getting in your way for everything else that the Minnesota Timberwolves have on their roster. And the Kings have issues with everything else on their roster. And Morgan, what I'm telling you is I watched Minnesota at the start of this year with Cat there. These Me guys, too. these guys don't play the same when he's there. I'm with when you. When he's got to be out there and play 35 minutes, their defense isn't what it was Tonight or those three games, their offense isn't the same because Ant doesn't do his thing. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm not acting like you don't need to be scared of the Minnesota Timberwolves, but you sure, and I know you said you respect them, but you sure as hell, like, gotta look at them in a different light with their length and the way that they, it's a tough matchup for the Kings. All I am saying with this is I am not all of a sudden scared of Minnesota. And now. I'm fine. And no one should be. You shouldn't be scared of any team. The Kings had one. They had a terrible fourth quarter defense. Their fourth quarter defense was I'm so nervous bad. about all matchups. Okay. So their fourth quarter defense was really, really bad. They couldn't hit threes. They lost by four. Let's go. The, 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 oh, and by the way, the previous game where Minnesota hit 23s, the Kings lost by a few points. Like, it, this isn't. I'm not panicked, is my point. I'm not. Feeling some panic. Not at all. I'm not panicked about any team. Yeah. Any matchup. I'm I'm not excited. Yeah. Okay, and then I got... What? Uh, what? We, I don't want Minnesota fans in here coming in here. Uh, we held the dubs to 96 points with Cat. What are you talking about? Mm. Yeah, I'm glad you picked the one game. Look, I, I like your squad without Cat. I do. I actually like your team better without him. That's all I'm saying. So... We can disagree on it, and it's okay. You guys like him. I, I'm not. I'm not there. I'm not there. Um, and the vibes matter too. I think the vibes are definitely different without him. Um, let's see. Any other comments? Nick says nothing in my whole life was better than Kings playoff basketball. <laughs> nothing. There's been nothing in your life. Gerardo says, "Did everyone just forget that we are in basketball hell? Nothing comes easy." interesting uh jesse says bad habits don't disappear in the playoffs yeah i mean i i think the kings have some bad habits i also think some of this is just personnel we've talked about it all year right like i think they they their ceiling is only so high because of the personnel especially defensively is yeah but i i think even there's been there's been times that their personnel has been able to push through their bad defensive rating and find ways to make plays and 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 have you know just a lot of effort on that end of the floor to get things done on the defensive end but at the same time i just think it depends on 
matchup for them. And truly, when you look at length in this league, it doesn't matter if that team is shit or that team is a playoff team. The Kings have their issues against those squads. Out of all the teams in the West, yes, who scares you most of the potential uh, teams in the sixth spot? All okay. right, I'll give you the options. Okay, okay. I'm going to give you the options, I think. Okay. Go, uh, the Clippers. Okay. Minnesota. Golden State. And I guess you can throw New Orleans in there. Okay. Could New Orleans be sneaky if Zion just ra- randomly came back three games to go? No. You're out on them. Okay, no, so I'm out. What about, I, what about the Lakers? I don't uh, think the Lakers are going to get to the sixth spot. No, but if they did... Sneaky okay. because of AD, because of a uh, fresh LeBron. Fine. Let's. It sounds like you're most concerned about the Clippers, T-Wolves, and Warriors. Yeah. Out of those three. Out of those three who I'm most... Who scares you most? I mean, honestly? Yeah. Is it Minnesota? <laughs> I think it's Minnesota. Wow. Well, because... I and, mean, that's fair. And get the... You guys, obviously, like, the Clippers are right there for me, too, with, uh, well, however Paul George is doing, we don't know right now, but... Um, but let's even just say with Kawhi, I think Kawhi matchup nightmare, but there's multiple matchups that are scary when it comes to the T-Wolves for the Sacramento Kings. When With the Warriors, it's more of an experience thing, um, but I think because like you look at the game last night with Jordan Poole having his little choke job at the end, shooting a deep three with 30 seconds left, and the broadcaster's calling it a two-for-one. They end up losing the game. Um, my my point is, is like those mistakes could happen and the Kings can be the better team against the Warriors, but they have Steph Curry. But when it comes to like Minnesota, they the matchup scares me. It just, it scares, okay. it doesn't mean that they're the better team. I just think that the Kings struggle yeah. a lot against their length. That's fair. And we've seen that against other teams for Sacramento, yep. too, where other teams with length have bugged the Kings, it, especially teams that get after it defensively. Yes. Have some switchability. Yep. Have some rim protection. And, I, you know, I you saw it early. I felt like Sabonis, it took him a second to really go at Gobert. He was overthinking a little bit, but damn, did he go at him a little bit. Go at his chest. How about the dunk he had in one? Yeah. That was sweet. Um, but but Rudy Gobert makes you think, Deuce, and that's what makes him so great. Even when he's not blocking shots left and right, I mean, he finished tonight's game with only two blocks, but I mean, only two. He still had two blocks, but like he alters yeah. so much of your offense, especially when you're a team that likes to penetrate into the paint. But here's the thing that I think we are missing a little bit when we're talking about Minnesota. What? All right, I I'm gonna keep saying this: the cat dynamic, but Gobert. What happened in Utah? He got played off the floor, dude. They couldn't play him because he got exposed defensively. Sure. But I then, mean, but so I mean, late that's... games, he's not on the floor. I mean, so that those are the playoffs changes. And you say that, Stephen but brings wait, wait. up a good point. Y'all are overreacting. Wolves ain't scary like that. The Kings win tonight if they didn't shoot the three horribly. It's I mean, I, but it's but then it's like it's the same thing that we talked about the last time that Minnesota was here, and it's like the Kings win that night if the if the T Wolves weren't shooting so well, and it's like when how many times do they need to do something that the Kings aren't doing for us to like start believing, right? And and they're also a team that has postseason experience, and I'm not acting like that's going to be the thing that carries them all the way. It's just you got to factor it in. All right, that's all.
There's just a few people who want to talk tonight. I sure. want to get to. Um, let's uh, start with our guy, Bung. Hi, Bung. How are you feeling tonight? Are you okay? I'm doing just fine. I think everyone's honestly overreacting. You can hear me, right? I want to make oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Wait, who? Uh, I'm not overreacting. No, no, not you guys. I think a lot of the rest of the Kings oh, fans are okay. doing a thing where it's like the minute we lose one game, oh, it's all over. Oh, it's like, you know what, man? We don't get to decide how this happens. You know what I mean? We don't get to, you know, design our perfect moment. Everyone thought tonight was a night. Keegan's going to break the record. Mark's, Mark J. Spears is here. Wob's here. We got a little overhyped, I think. You I know met I mean? Wob tonight, and, you know, if you want to believe in jinxes, I think if anyone, you put a little jinx on him because this guy's never been to Sacramento before. His first time in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. First time at Gold One Center. He brings his Knicks-like stank that funk that's been on mm. the Knicks forever and brings it to our city yep. on our night. I don't know, man. Got to look for things to blame. Yeah. You know what? You're right, Deuce. For the first time, we've lost a game in Sacramento. It's definitely because of Wob. We've yeah. definitely never lost a game before. Exactly. 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 <laughs> also, someone in the chat real fast. I, I'll get your take on this, Bong. Um, Lee is saying that Keegan played some nice defense on Ant, Ant tonight. I actually thought he had a couple nice moments on Anthony Edwards, who's clearly not 100% yet. Yeah, I thought I thought he did too. Um, I thought he, you know, did play some good defense. He's got that length and all that, you know, like he can definitely take it to those guys. And, and that's the thing about this, this Wolves team. It's not that I'm like, oh, no, I'm scared of the Wolves, but they have the pieces to screw with us. They have a bunch of wings that are really long and versatile yeah. that like we only have so many dudes that can cover those guys. And, you know, they got a big guy that can really fuck with Sabonis. You know what I mean? And not that he's going to stop him, but he messes with him, gets him in foul trouble. He fouled out tonight. You know, Gobert's an agitator down low. And that messes with our mojo big time. Yeah, it definitely, it it just, it messes with their flow. And, like, obviously when they're just trying to to depend on their offense, it just makes things a little bit more difficult. Do do the Wolves... Do the wolves do anything to you, scare you? Do you have any fear of them in um, a seven-game series? I are much more likely to. Oh, you cut and, out! Uh, you cut out! Wait, what you, you say? cut out! I, I I said that like in a seven-game series, I think we're much more likely to figure them out. You know, and on a single game, they can get us. But in a series, I think I think Mike Brown will put together a system, and and the Kings, you know, with their three-point shooting, over time we come out on top. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Any yeah, other thoughts I tonight? Um, I think I think we probably needed a little bit. We need to be humbled one more time before we go into the playoffs. We're going to go to Portland. We're going to fuck those kids up because they're not even playing Dame. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? We can't just like roll straight into the playoffs thinking we're absolutely top of the league. The, the Utah loss a couple nights ago and am I getting that right? Or the big Celtics loss and, and you know, this one. Yeah. It's like we needed games that kind of teach us, hey. You're not all hot shit, okay? You're still got to compete in this league. There are teams that are better than you. We're doing great. We can put up a lot of points and all that. But I'm sure this gives this gives Mike Brown moments to really say, hey, guys, you see what you're missing here? You see what you're not following through on? How many times were guys open in the corner again? And I'm sure part of that is probably some sort of you know scheme that they're working on. But too many times, guys, were just left too far wide open to get those shots off. One uh, other note, early when I saw Alex Lennon in the game running some pick and rolls, I'm like, God, he is open every time, and they're not passing him the ball. And then when they passed him in the second half, I'm like, oh, that's right. I forgot. He has really bad hands. Yep. I totally why? forgot about that. I'm like, God damn, no wonder why he doesn't play. <laughs> why? 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 
does he? Why? Why no Metu? Why six minutes of Kessler Edwards? No I, Terrence Davis. I I love Mike Brown, but I don't yeah. get it. Well, I, the Metu one, I think. Well, Metu's beyond. I think he really frustrates. Well, he frustrates me, but I think he frustrates Mike Brown. You know, last game he was just so bad. I, I know he only played two and a half minutes, but man, just again, be in transition. Like when you're in his role, you got to come in locked in. Like we you need to do be a, in your everything spots, right. Work your ass up, yep. rebound, be athletic. You know, dunk the ball. Instead, it's like you get beat in transition, and then you put up a terrible three when you're not a good three point shooter. It's just those are things that 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 hurt you. And I think that frustrated him. And then he put Rashawn in there, and Rashawn didn't he didn't look good at all. And he went, all right, well, they've got size, so let's put Len in there. I think that was his thinking, if I'm guessing. Um, I would like to see some small ball five, although maybe that's not good in this situation with all their length, maybe. I don't know. But we did see Trey Lyle small ball five against Gobert in Sacramento's win in Minnesota. I was like, oh, okay. I kind of liked seeing that. As far as the other guys you mentioned, I'm with you. I would, especially with like some of the issues they were having with perimeter containment, like give me a little TD, give me a little Kessler, because in that fourth quarter, it was so bad, and the game was so fragile, and he kind of let that group kind of rock. He didn't go back to, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't go back to the starters until the three eight oh the three oh eight mark of the fourth quarter, and mm. they were down by eight at that point. He let Fox, it was Fox, Monk, Herter, Lyles, and Len. Then he went Fox, Monk, HB, Lyles, and Sabonis. Fox, Monk, HB, Keegan, and Sabonis before going back to the starters. So a lot of Monk in the, he he played Monk really the first nine minutes of uh, of the fourth quarter. Do you really think that like I I get I get you with Metsu I know he's had some bad moments Terrence Davis is is hit or miss but no playtime DNPs we're just going to Alec going straight to Alex Len and we're shutting off the option entirely for Metsu because like you if you look at Metsu from a season before this where he was chucking threes like crazy it's like he's clearly learned when and where to take his shots he still takes a bad one here and there yeah, but you got to gotta me, let a guy me, do that it's more about for with him I I'm he hasn't done that as often this year you're right he is being much more disciplined. I think for me, it's more the defensive miscues where these are things that he repeatedly does. And whether it's pick and roll coverage or getting beat in transition or not going after a rebound, those are things I think for it's just unacceptable. Like if you're going to be out, you have to do those things. And if not, then we're going to go somewhere else. I get you. I get you. But I feel like also if you're putting Len against Gobert, you're going like for like in a matchup that he's just going to lose. Whereas like maybe Metu can jump over him and throw down a crazy dunk and yeah. demoralize him a little bit. You know, <laughs> we need that's what we need Metu for. I'm OK. Like Metu, if he throws down three dunks, he gets three turnovers in my mind. It's the okay. biggest you know issue I mean? is the guy I look at that. I look at that other team that we played tonight and go, I want Nas Reed. I want Kyle Anderson. I want Jay McDaniels. <laughs> I want Jalen Noel. Right. Like I'm like those four guys right now would instantly help the Kings. Yep. You know, I think that Jalen McDaniels might have a McCall Bridges turn where he's actually like a second or third option scorer. Like he, man, that first quarter, he was, I feel like we were defending him pretty well and he was hitting turnarounds and yeah, off the glass. He got it going. I about lost he my did. mind seeing Gobert hit a turnaround jumper tonight. It pissed me off. <sighs> so what is he? Get out of here. Well, and he's got that terrible free throw stroke and still he was hitting swishes. I don't understand. Brutal, man. It, yeah, I know. Well, I know. Thanks for, thanks for your perspective, man. Well, hey, two two last thoughts. I think we've been oh. too negative tonight. That block by De'Aaron on Gobert was, awesome. was one we of the best things I've ever seen. Okay, I missed it then. And the Domas dunk where he came driving down too. past him. Okay, I'm glad you hit those then. Because those two nights, those two moments made the night, honestly. 
Yeah, I the the block by Fox was tremendous. It was great, and the Sabonis put like it was just. I love it. Be aggressive. That's why when I was watching Golden State last night, they're going at Gobert a little bit. They're going right to his chest. Go at his chest. What are you scared of? He's gonna block your. your I'll tell you what. He's gonna more likely be block your shot if you're going soft. That's true. Don't go soft at this guy. Don't hesitate. Do your thing. They think he still has COVID. (laughs) Thank you. He started the whole thing. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Good night, guys. We'll light the beam next time. Good night. Sleep beams. Sleep beams. Oh, man. Um, In the chat, Andrew says, the live event sold out too quick. Relocate to a larger venue and sell more tickets. (laughs) So here's the thing. We actually did talk about that for a second, about going to another venue, but we realized we already put down a, a deposit on this venue. Mm-hmm. So we it just puts us in a tough spot. We learned our lesson, though. Yeah. So. No, I know so many people came up and were saying something to me, too, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. sorry. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, let's check in with, um, let's see here. Is it Desire? Desiree? No, it's Desire. Oh, Desire. Desire. <laughs> you can call me Brandon. I actually uh, tweeted at Morgan earlier. I was like, oh, I'm trying to meet you guys, but I was too shy to say hi. Oh, what's Lunch, up? Don't be shy. I always say what's up, dude. No, but it was uh, it was super. I want to vent to you guys why it stung a lot, um, because okay. I'd actually won a ticket from Matt George. Right. OK. And my my father works at the arena and you know, I remember he used to take me to the the Arco games back in like 03, 04, when, you know, everything was going good. And to celebrate the hopefully celebrate this moment with him, like after all of these years, after this entire time. And then, you know, it was cool. Like I got to see you guys from a distance. I got to meet, um, you know, Domas, he signed my, t- or my jersey and same with Fox, but it just stung, you know, and I kind of felt that you know what stung the entire you, you, arena you know what stung you know? for me what was stung, what? what stung for me was the fact that you had the courage to ask doma doma sabonis and the fox for autographs <laughs> but you wouldn't say hi to us yeah what the shit no like, actually actually no i i thought about that when i got home and i was yeah. like no you guys are you guys in my head or i watch your guys' podcast all the time and i'm just like you're uh more of a uh i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but uh Bigger, bigger to me. No, then Sabonis, you know I mean? the, the guy who du- <laughs> who's seven foot and dunked on Gobert today. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. It was it was less intimidating, no. but it definitely um it was um it was tough though. I mean, after after everything that we've been through, and that's what I felt throughout the arena. And then I agree with you, Morgan, too. Um, I am kind of nervous about playing them in the there playoffs. You go. Yeah, and you don't have to be scared. It's just about being like, oh, well, just is, is there something you'd like to say? I, I just want to be clear. Just when it comes to the playoffs, Morgan's going to be nervous about any oh matchup. It doesn't matter if it's the T-Wolves. It could be anybody. Why do She's you going to be this? nervous. She'd talk herself into being nervous about OKC. She'd be like, oh, but I've told you, SGA. I mean, SGA and yeah. Lou Dort. Oh, kitty, man, watch out. Number Caleb one Williams. at getting into the paint, oh, yeah, getting see, to the bucket. Exactly. The teams to play the Kings too. I I don't think I don't I don't fear any other team besides. I mean, wh- what other team is is there that you guys are fearing? I mean, down the road, there's uh, look. It's the West. All these teams are pretty close. That's the thing. All these teams are really close right now. So it's it, the the matchups can be challenging for sure. 
The biggest thing to me tonight was just it was the length. I mean, that's the biggest thing that they have on us. And and to put Alex Lennon, I, this may be controversial controversial take, but like, what has he provided us this season? Right. So no, far? you're putting him in a like, spot. Been... It's it was a totally desperate move. That's I I agree with you. Here's the thing that I do want to mention: the length does. Bu- I'm going to acknowledge that the length can bug you. Good. But we also need to acknowledge that the Kings had 60 points in the paint tonight. They right. had and they had 54 through right. three quarters. And oh, by the way, they out rebounded Minnesota tonight. Mm-hmm. The issue, the more of the issue tonight. Defense. Defense, right? Well, that's and missing threes. And, yeah, but missing threes. They knocked down five threes. That hasn't happened this year. Five. So like we can yeah. talk about it, but the Kings were able to still able to do some things tonight. Yeah, I am not acting like oh I'm I'm nervous every game. All I'm acting like is wow, okay, this matchup is a little bit more difficult than I thought. And when I see a team that is capable of altering the Kings offense multiple in multiple games, I mean, their shots aren't just being missed because they're rattling in and out. There was well, definitely a lot of those. There tonight. was definitely some of those tonight, but also like we had mentioned the way that they slow guys down on the DHOs, the way that they navigated yeah, screens, like the way that their arms were in the passing lanes. Like it, there's other things that the T wolves do really well that alter the Kings offense. And they're not going to be right. the only team that does their homework and changes up how these, King squad plays and that's why the Kings need to come in ready for those changes right I actually had um well even so I wouldn't have put Len in but I, I even if if Mike Brown felt as though Metu wasn't doing as well uh the last game that he played it, you know put Ed, keep Edwards in there put in Metu I mean you don't put somebody that's only played I don't know what how many minutes this year in yeah and this big of a game and then i actually had a go ahead i had another question i know i just i think mike brown's pushback would be hey like this is why we have a team he's on the roster for a reason next man up and they've done it with other guys and they have come in and been able to produce i'm gonna trust that i could put alex len in this spot and go do something here's your chance and right so that that's how i think he would explain it yeah also i guess this is my last question um how did you guys i don't know if you saw fox's after game um interview but he said something along the lines of um you know it's just what did he say he said it's just another game like it's it's a game that we lost it's um it's not the end of the world it's not yeah i mean i think part of it is how do you feel about that i don't really have a problem with it um because it's the truth it's one game and so they didn't get eliminated tonight, right? Like they didn't right. clinch. And I think the disappointment lies from the fact that we all wanted to see it tonight. We all wanted to see it tonight. That's at what home. it was. And it's, it's frustrating Mostly. when you lose. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that the mood inside the locker room was they their goal. They keep I, all the players this week when they were talking about it, all kind of brushed aside like, Yes, we are really happy that we can do this for the fans. And we want to do this for the fans. We're excited for them. We know what they've been through. We have bigger goals. We're trying to win like 50 games this year. And we're try- we're, we're focusing on that. So, no, we're not going to be like, oh, my God, we're, go- we're in the playoffs. We're going to go all crazy. <laughs> and with that said, they're not going to like freak out because they lost this game tonight. Right. 
So. Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it's just from a standpoint. I mean, obviously, our standpoint of going through a 16-year drought, we're yeah. just like, damn, it would have been great to, especially me, like, being there with my father, you know, after all these years. It would have been amazing to see yeah. the beam lit. It would have been cool, but you also but, got a free ticket, so that's interesting. It. And that was like, I know, even though my dad works at the arena, I, I've not been able to go until Matt George hit me up today. So that was super fun. But um, no, I promise to say hi to you guys next time. It was great talking to you. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks nice, so nice much. Nice guy. All right. Desire. Bye. Desire. Brandon. 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 Also, a shout out real fast. Yeah. To Morgan Reagan tonight. Why? He had a different role tonight. Oh. Uh, Morgan was ready prepared she would have done all the post-game interviews tonight had the kings clinched mm -hmm. you did a pre-game hit you're on post-game tonight yeah people are damn she did great oh. people are buzzing about you who really discord oh my i saw social media you got a lot of love out there too kind Do you as you know i'm pretty much your advocate here yes um you should get more touches thanks yeah you, you belong up there a lot appreciate it yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. No. Uh, um, people want more Morgan up there. Yeah. So. And you guys know I would work every single game if they had me up there. It's not. I remember some people were like, oh, I wish you weren't so busy so you could work more. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. I, I'm yeah. available and can work <laughs> all the games. Um, They just have a different pecking order with how they do things with Kyle and Mark. So, um, yeah, don't worry. I wish I could. Well, one guy I noticed... um tonight during your post game was the guy who joins us here on night chat next and that is uh coach nick coach nick who nick tonight um morgan was trying to work and trying to actually talk about what went down mm -hmm. and for some bizarre reason all i could hear in the background was morgan Morgan, Morgan, why not? Why not? Why not? Thank why not? Why not? So here, Morgan, you, you, hey, talk about how the Kings okay. lost tonight, real fast, Morgan. What happened? Yeah, Kyle, you know, Morgan! it's just something that like Morgan, I not? wanted to see from the why Kings. Not? I wanted to see more urgency, and that's what that was that's tonight. What it was, and it was rude. It was wrong. And Nick, I am giving you the chance right now Thank because you. we've talked about this stuff before to apologize. I'm sorry, Morgan. Oh, thanks, Nick. I don't believe you because you're not showing your face. Yeah, why aren't you showing your face? <laughs> okay. Now, now you have to say it again. Yep. I'm sorry, Morgan. Oh, thanks, Nick. What, can I ask why you do that? Is it you just get so excited? Like, and I, I've told you not to before, yeah, too. Yeah, so why do you do that? <laughs> you heard me? I Nick, heard you? the entire arena could hear you. Yeah. People Do are, you understand your voice projects? There are people in old Sacramento. They're getting candy and they're like, who's, why, who's young? Why not? <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, what happened tonight? What, what's your, what's your breakdown, Nick? We lost. We lost tonight, but we got to play better. Well, that's a pretty good breakdown. All right, how do we do it? Play defense. Stay in your mind, but we got to be. We are playing P-Town on Wednesday. I'm sorry? P-Town. P-Town. Do they call Portland P-Town? Who cares? Now it is P-Town. What do you think about P-Town? Uh, well, they're going to lose. Ooh, really? Wow. So that, you think the Kings are going to clinch? Yes. All right. You, why, oh, you seem happy tonight. Why are you so happy? Because we played Portland two times. I know, but why are you so happy tonight? 
I don't know. <laughs> Are, but I had a pizza tonight. Yeah. Ah, oh, there, there it is. Did, did you buy or did someone buy it for you? Someone else bought it for me. Whoa, who? Somebody uh, from somebody from Night Chat. Someone from Night Chat brought you bought you pizza tonight. What'd you tell them? <laughs> hey, can you buy a piece of pizza for me? You did not ask them. You did? Yeah, I did. No, Nick, Nick stop gets doing more that. perks from our podcast than we get yeah, from our podcast. You can't keep asking people to buy you pizza, dude. It's mean. Okay. Yeah, buy your own pizza. <laughs> It, the fact, I mean, Nick, you you realize you're at every single Kings game, games that people would die to be at, and on top of that, you're asking people to buy you ten dollar pieces of pizza, and they're doing it and for you. And people don't even know. Look yeah, you smile. don't even know these people. Okay. Okay. Right. Any, uh, anything else tonight? Well, I do want to say that let's play. Let's let's win on Wednesday. Cool. Let's clinch the playoffs, but you know. I think that this would have been our this would have been our night tonight, but we did not get against Minnesota because they were hungry. They were hungry. Wol- wolves get hungry sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they Kings players and pizza, huh? Yeah, but right. we have a chance to win on Wednesday. Sleep right. beams, Nick. There's no beam. Sleep dreams. Sleep dreams. Sleep dreams. <laughs> Uh, what a gem. What a gem. That guy, man. Dude, he literally, Kenny looked at me after and he goes, I lost my train of thought. He distracted Kenny Thomas tonight. And I was like, I was like, well, I mean, I can't. He's not my kid. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not. <laughs> he's not your kid. Oh, God. There's something else I wanted to say before we left. Oh, no. Hmm. So annoying. I hate when when you. Oh, I remember. Oh, thank God. Hey, guys. No pressure invite. What is this? Thursday night, Stockton (gasps) Arena. Yes. G League playoffs. Kings are not playing tonight. The Stockton Kings are. Stockton Kings are going to be hosting a playoff game. It's single elimination. If they win, they advance to the G League conference finals we'll be on the call for that game they'll find out their opponent tomorrow night they're playing uh either the sioux falls sky force or the salt lake city stars but it's a chance to see bobby jackson's team it's in stockton tickets are relatively affordable get close to the action should be a fun environment it'd be pretty cool to go down see keon ellis namias kata and this Stockton Kings team, for those who don't know in the G League, they had the number one record in the G League this year, the best record in the G League. Um, so they have home court advantage throughout the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, so if you guys want to come down Thursday night, you guys should come down. They've been so fun to watch this year. I love how they play together. I love how Bobby keeps them together. Great coaching staff. Definitely try and come out if if you can. Yes. On a Thursday evening. <sighs> Any other thoughts on this game? Um. No, no, I think I think we we pretty much touched on everything, a lot of our um disappointment and for so many things to go wrong, it's it was great to still see. It was within what, four? Yep. To end that one. So um yeah, and you know you know what's ahead and hopefully the Kings can just clinch tomorrow or Wednesday. 
My last thought, I just want to see more Davion Mitchell. He didn't play enough. Okay. You have a team that doesn't play defense all the time. And he does. I know they, he doesn't have great length, but he makes guys work. Yes, he does. And I think that is beneficial. I think he's a guy that can force turnovers. That's beneficial for the group. Play Davion Mitchell more. Play some more Kessler Edwards. Don't forget about Davion. The guy's been playing some good basketball. He's been better offensively. He played uh, just under 13 minutes tonight, and I did not think it was enough. Yeah, I agree. Those are my final thoughts. One more thought. Just know, if the Kings clinch on a non-game day, we, we will, will be, be live. live. I just appreciate this from Andrew. He says, I really do appreciate you guys and this space we all have together. Win or lose, love y'all. We Super appreciate sweet. that. I wish I would have listed this so everyone could have saw, uh, could have seen this uh, earlier when we went live. But we'll be live even if it's a non-game day when the Kings clinch. Of course, we are live after every single game. Our postseason coverage is going to be next level. It's going to be lit. You think you see us a lot now? Oh, Just God. wait. We'll have live streams, videos. We'll live YouTube right here. content. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to subscribe. Shout out to Amazing Four for the super chat. Thank you. We love you guys so, so, so much, but we got to go. You all have a great rest of your night. Sleep beans. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo. Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know.